Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Senior CC. Hmm, Senior C. A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Hey, everybody, today on Little Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. <laughs> you know, I had one, but I'm changing it to Mike from San Jose, who sent us an email a couple of minutes ago, which says in its entirety, why is it that the two angriest people on television are named Whoopi and Joy? <laughs> That's kind of funny. That's pretty. Bad. That's a pretty damn good joke. Uh, that is well. It's an observation or something. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, I just saw a headline: Elon Musk reveals stance on gun control in the Second Amendment. Kind of interested in that. Ta-da, ta-da. Big finish now. Here we go. How's everybody doing? Heading into Memorial Day weekend. I think a lot of people probably have a three-day weekend. I always keep in mind the people that don't, because for many years of my life, I did not ever have those days off. I just hope you're getting a little overtime or something if yeah. you're working the holiday weekend. Yeah. And I was talking to a guy yesterday, uh, taking in this uh, big mower that we have that uh, needed some repair, and I took it in, and 
He said, well, we're pretty backed up. I said, oh, I know you always are. And he said, I can't. He said, if I could get more employees, I got the business. I just don't have the employees, and I don't know where to find them. If you know, let me know. And I said, how long do you think this is going to be? And he said, he said, I've given up on eating at restaurants, but I wish I could get employees around here. And we talked about the whole restaurant situation for a little while. Uh, yeah, I've just, I've just given up on the idea that I'm going to get what I ordered at a fast through fast food or anybody's going to come by my table anytime soon at a sit down restaurant or anything like that. It's just, it's just the way of the world now. All these businesses that could make more money, they've got the customers. They just, they just don't have the employees to serve the customers. And in January of 2020, they did. I feel like I've taken a blow to the head. I'm waking up, looking around, saying, what happened? What happened? Why can we not specifically explain why there are no employees? How is that a mystery? I mean, it's it's, it's perhaps the most basic facet of economics. You must work to feed yourself so you don't die. And we've had a gigantic change in that dynamic. We have more open jobs than we've ever had in this nation's history. I was having a discussion yesterday about uh, what babysitters are currently making. I'll stay vague on this conversation. <laughs> what babysitters are currently making. And I said, look, that's just the wage. I wish it wasn't, but that's just, I'm paying $22 an hour for somebody that I can really count on and everything I get. That's a lot of money. Remember the Wall Street Journal had an article last week. They're talking about $30 an hour in some big cities. And mm-hmm. and I was making the point, look, there are more open jobs than there have ever been. People that are capable of getting a job that pays more are doing that. It's just it's just where we are. But uh, as I was asking the guy yesterday, wishing he could hire more people to fix mowers because he's got plenty of customers, just what's the structure for this working itself out or ending? Like you said, like you took a blow of the head. We're playing musical chairs, it would seem as, uh, you know, the music goes and everybody runs around and lands in a better job. But we added chairs somehow? I mean, I mean, I, 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 that's the part that's confusing. Right, indeed. Yeah, that's, uh, in, in fact, the economy, did it shrink during the uh, pandemic, really? I don't think so, no. There wasn't, I, I know certain sectors did, but others boomed. I just, I don't know, I don't understand either end of it. How are you feeding yourselves? And on the other end, where did the employee, you had employees two years ago. Right, right. It's, I don't know. If you know, feel free to email mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I can imagine how frustrating it is to run a business and you can't get good people to work for you. Right. At a time of rising inflation and all the other economic worries you have about keeping your business going, you can't get anybody to work there. Weird. Well, yeah, and and there hasn't been some sort of gigantic, uh, you know, loss of population. I mean, the COVID killed uh, quite a few people, but they're mostly older folks. So it's not like we lost 30 million men in a war or something. I mean, there was no significant contraction of the workforce, nor explosion in the number of jobs to fill. Uh, government money i don't know anyway there are a couple more economic angles with new numbers that are coming out that we could hit on later as that continues to be a giant story we know we know the big story that is out there and i suppose we can look at some of the angles on that that continue to emerge i personally am most interested in this whole mental health angle uh i heard a a couple of different podcasts yesterday by people that were old enough to know because I've, I've got a blind spot on this. What was the mental health system like back in the day? I'm not old enough to know uh, that. 
and and I heard people talking about we had we had a system for a long time and it and we shut it down all across the country and it gets blamed on various groups but um uh the the nation kind of decided you know just like we kind of decided when crime was down we're punishing too many people apparently mm-hmm. so let's just not punish them anymore now crime's going back up uh we decided we're 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 housing too many mentally ill people so we're not going to do that anymore it's wrong and uh, we've got several decades of evidence now that that is not working very well. But I don't know. How much do you know about this, Joe? The, the What it used to be like. Are there any great books about this or anything that I can read? on what the, But I, I was listening to an older guy saying, look, in this state where I live, a person like that would have been committed, if not by a family member, by uh, by the city, by the state, by the county. Somebody would have put them in a home where they would have been taken care of and given drugs or whatever. And we don't do that anymore. And yeah, I, I read was... a great, great chunk of journalism in the Atlantic uh, about the evolution in, in mental health care in the country and the closing down of the mental facilities and, and that sort of thing that often you hear Reagan shut down the mental hospitals, which is the furthest thing from the truth. But um, no, I don't, I'm certainly not an authority on how well, it was before, but I'd like to know. Well, there are all kinds of factors, but it was a huge push from the left that, uh, the, the one flew over the cuckoo's nest was a liberal cry for help about our mental health system. It was, look at this guy who got thrown in here who's not crazy and he ends up getting his brain cut out. That's what we do to people. I mean, it was part of the whole movement toward we've, we're, we're taking people who aren't ill and forcing them to blah, blah, blah. The state is out of control. And uh, so we, we did away with that whole thing. And it's a very, very complicated, expensive piece of infrastructure, obviously. But I think we got to go back there again. Yeah. Yeah. I, not, Boy, you, you want to talk about uh, a difficult journey uh, for a number of reasons, not the least of which is getting people to work in those facilities. I know a young man who does. And they are overworked, underpaid, understaffed. It's rough. Right. Well, we would have to we would have to seriously fund it. It would be a very very expensive thing to do. Here I am, the uh, you know small government conservative talking about another giant giant uh, level of layer of bureaucracy. That's why I want to learn more about what we used to do, what it used to be like, what was it like in the fifties and sixties before we did away with this. But whether it's uh, you know troubled young men who declare to someone that they're going to shoot up a school or a grocery store. It happens almost every time. I got some serious, hard government numbers on that. It's almost universal that people announce they're going to do that sort of thing. And we don't have any mechanism right now for doing anything about it. Or all the people I encounter on the street going to the grocery store yesterday, and the guy who's walking around in the parking lot yelling to himself, and we have no mechanism currently for, for doing anything with that guy. Right. Right. And a couple of quick thoughts. Number one, coming up in Mailbag, we have a letter from a physician about what happens and more notably doesn't happen when you do come across uh, some a young man who's making those noises. Interesting. It is a shocking gulf between what most of us perceive happens and what really happens. So stay tuned for that. Um, and the other thing is, you know, we have erred toward the side of liberty. When it comes to the uh, mentally troubled, the mentally ill, uh, which is a term that can encompass everything from a very mild, uh, you know, you're just really, really quirky, to schizophrenia, just complete inability to care for yourself. And and to our credit, we have erred to the side of liberty. On the other hand, it is possible to overcorrect, as we've seen from the the crime thing you mentioned, uh, which reminds me, I came across statistics about how dangerous New York was. 
uh, before Rudy Giuliani got in office? You think, oh, stop and frisk was racism is wrong. Blah, 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 blah. No, when you hear these numbers, you'll think no wonder they went nuts about crime. Well, maybe we need to go nuts about mental health. I that is an ironic choice of words, but yes, I I think you're right. I, I would call it a poor choice of words by somebody who didn't think out their sentence. But you can call I was it being ironic. Charitable. <laughs> um, let's start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Thursday, May 26, the year 2022. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve approve of this program. The two angriest idiots on television are named Whoopi and Joy. Think about it. Let's begin officially now, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. He said it was bullshit, and it is bullshit. They've got us talking about bullshit. Well, that's interesting. That's actually, uh, by the way, uh, Joe Scarborough on MSNBC, That, that there's, a, there's a, a, a thought out there that any of us who are talking about mental health are doing it just because we uh, don't want anything to happen around guns. So it's a, How it's a distraction. How cynical do you need to be to say that out loud, to think that of people who are concerned about young men's mental health? That That is a bizarre and ugly and idiotic thing to say. Joe Scar- Scarborough, you are as dumb as a dog. You may have <laughs> intelligence, but you have the wisdom of a rock. You, Oh, I almost said a bad word. I'm glad you didn't. And Boy. Too harsh. Um, so I know we got mailbag. You've already described that that sounds pretty good. And we, uh, Oh, yeah. Bunch of other, and you know, we, we kind of took a day off all other news yesterday, so we got to catch up on that stuff and everything too. What President Zelensky's about this uh, new attitude? Somehow, some have that they need to give up land. He ain't, he ain't buying that that angle at all. Um, and other stuff on the way. Stay with us. Our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The K-pop superstars BTS and Joe Biden are teaming up to raise awareness of anti-Asian hate crimes. Boy, if there's anybody who couldn't be more out of touch with the BTS K-pop craze, I gotta believe it's one 80-year-old Joe Biden. Well, that bad at care. <laughs> wow, that, that entire sentence was just astonishing in its <laughs> annoyingness. <laughs> Oh, oh, my. oh by the, uh, you know, coming up later, I've got some unbelievable statistics on uh, quote-unquote hate crimes okay. that are so not the narrative you get from your alphabet networks. It's just the gulf between what is and what you're told is is just enormous. No, I will not use the G word, but there's a fair amount of it going on. The G word. Has to do with a certain way of lighting things. Oh, gee, yeah, yeah, don't yes. use that word. I, it makes I, me vomit. I'd rather hear uh, great grandpotus uh, talk about BTS. Honestly, please. Here's your freedom love quote of the day. It's one of my favorites. George Bernard Shaw. Liberty means responsibility. That is why most men dread it. Yeah. You know, those of us who believe that uh, liberty is a uh, God-given right, a natural right. People who abuse that liberty spit in the face of God. Are you you happy? You know what I'm saying? Spitting in God's face, huh? That make you happy? Don't be doing that. Mailbag. 
So I made the command decision, Jack, as the chairman of the mailbag committee, that we uh, uh, perhaps later will dip into uh, more thoughts on the school shooting and what it means and stuff. I want to thank everybody for the many, 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 many heartfelt and well-reasoned emails. Um, With very few exceptions, y'all are good people, and we appreciate it. And again, we'll dip into those later. I did want to share this one from a gent who signs off as Sideshow Bob, which is kind of incongruous to his message, which is, it's truly sad just how badly we've failed. Now we're talking about turning our schools into virtual prisons, locking the children in among the teachers, and arming the teachers. Meanwhile, guns will be banned at the NRA convention. All I know for sure anymore is that this old Marine is glad the end is getting closer for me. I'm simply tired of being heartbroken by those I took an oath to protect. I just wish I could trade my time left and give it to those poor babies. Give them the time they deserve. Wow, that is a... That is a sad and beautiful message, Bob. But I tell you this, this great nation has gone through incredibly troubled times over and over again. And we will, I hope, remember who we are and rise up and and, and right the ship. We'll probably overcorrect. That's what societies do, but don't give up hope. On the idea of uh, turning the schools into uh, whatever you want to call it, Prisons, camps, fortresses, whatever. That might be one of the few things we can do. Yeah, yeah. As much as I hate that, I hate the idea of that. Yeah. Uh, change the topic now. Uh, John in beautiful Redding, California, who's been listening since uh, the fabulous Jamie Coffey did our news for us. Uh, I wanted to uh, let you know I received my Armstrong and Getty duffel bag today. There that you he go. bought from the swag store at armstrongandgetty.com. I love it. It's amazing. Very good quality. Logos very clear. <laughs> he loves it. Excellent he review it. of a duffel bag. <laughs> Glad you enjoy that, sir. I ought to have my uh, my daughter review the uh, the sports bra. She loves it. Very I, comfy. I she thought says. you got that automatically. If you've been listening for fifteen years or longer, you get a duffel bag automatically in the mail. Uh, yeah, if you're still waiting, it's uh, you know shipping or uh, labor problem. If you hit the twenty year mark, oven mitts come your way. Exactly. Uh, Dan says, I really want uh, to let you know how grateful I am that the government is telling me how to survive a 99-degree day. And he sent, he sent along the heat advisory he'd gotten from the, uh, uh, from the government, which Whatever. informed him to uh, drink plenty of fluids, stay in an air-conditioned room, stay out of the sun, etc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! And I, I, that, that's probably a $10 million budget that, uh, that runs that program. Oh, yeah, there's probably a staff of 500 people in that department. <laughs> to tell you to stay out of the sun, make sure you drink some water. Don't get too hot out there. <laughs> we have a rain event today. We need to advise people to get under shelter lest they get wet. <laughs> who, who approved that? All right, well, we don't have time for this, and I don't want to rush through it, but I want to get to that note from a physician about uh, what happen- what happens when you identify someone who is... <sighs> potentially at risk for committing an act of violence. Okay. We'll do that in a a few moments. That is one of the questions, no doubt about it, as uh, there's a government study done by the Secret Service, I think, that found that every one of these people declare to somebody that they're going to do it before they do it. Always it happens. So what can we do about that? If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Despite Texas Governor Greg Abbott saying that 18-year-old Salvador Ramos does not have a history of mental illness, those who knew him paint a very disturbing picture. One friend says Ramos would use knives to repeatedly cut his face just for fun. We have learned that Ramos was bullied over a childhood speech impediment, started wearing all black clothing and combat, boot, combat boots to school, and then stopped showing up to school altogether. The 18-year-old also had numerous run-ins with his drug-addicted mother, some of which involved police. The mother's boyfriend called the relationship tumultuous and called Ramos a weird kid. Oh, man. Half to two-thirds of kids get bullied at some point in school, I'm guessing. A lot. And, yeah, dang it. Uh, So we're going to focus on the mental health angle here for a while. I realize that uh, part of the divide we've got going on in the country is some people think that's a dodge to avoid the gun conversation. You're just being a coward by not taking on what actually is the problem, the guns. Uh, I, I think there are so many examples that mental health is, if not the issue, 
a very large issue with everything we got going on with record suicides and people on the street and the shootings and the everything and the number of people on antidepressants that's unprecedented and everything. Right. Well, and I just I find that uh, that argument that, for instance, idiot Joe Scarborough was making to be so incredibly unwise and and just belligerently stupid. If you want to discuss gun laws, good, let's do it. That's perfectly fine. But how profoundly disturbed and detached from a, a functioning human soul does somebody have to be to kill a bunch of children? Well, to shoot your grandma. Well, right. You can start there. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a dodge. What a horrific argument. Sorry. Anyway, I thought this was really interesting. Uh, both Jack and I, for new listeners uh, to the show, have uh, real-life experience dealing with the um, mental health professional world, uh, industry, practice. And uh, I will speak for myself. I found it, I continue to find it, highly imperfect and frustratingly difficult to get anywhere um specifically with family member um not not uh, useless but not the way you picture it not at all there's a huge element of uh, mental health care that's just a pill dispensary for instance and if you say, well, what about uh, cognitive uh, behavioral therapy? How about let's uh, let's uh, reform thoughts and stuff like that? It's like, yeah, the appointment's over. Yeah, well, I don't, no, I don't want to take up all your time here, but I can tell you uh, from personal experience, you can have a situation where you're in a crisis, like a crisis, like we don't know what to do. How is this? How are we going to function as a family? And you can make thirty phone calls and find one person that might say, we can get you in in two months. And you think, wow. what am I supposed to do, like, tonight, let wow. alone for the next two months? So, you know, if there's one thing we do around here, it's try to get to the reality of things, get past the, the shouting and the spin and the rest of it. We certainly have a point of view. I don't, I don't claim neutrality, just that we're trying to figure out what's actually happening. Got this note from uh, Doc Anonymous. I am a physician and wish to relay an incident that happened in my office the day before the Texas school shooting. A 14-year-old boy, yes, I will use gendered language, he he throws in, uh, was brought to the office accompanied by his mother. In the exam, he specifically noted homicidal tendencies with clinical signs of depression. His mother concurred that he had expressed homicidal ideation. Oof. He has been seeing a counselor at school. The mother was concerned about his depression and wanted a prescription for an antidepressant and then to leave. I immediately contacted the local police. They came and did nothing but suggest evaluation by mental health. I was going to call the school administration to notify them of the risk he poses to the school. I was informed that that would be a HIPAA violation to notify the school without the child's permission. Wow. After the police left, the mother and child stormed out of the office. This is an example of a potential shooter. Red flags all over the place and nothing. We've gone way too far toward being concerned about the privacy and everything like that. That gets in the way of so many things. I have personally dealt with that so many times just recently. Got one uh, a psychologist I've been dealing with who's, who insists upon this encoded messaging system. 
rather than just emailing back and forth because, you know, we have to keep everything secret. And even though I've said, I'm not worried about it. Can we just email back and forth because it's so much easier? Because you got to have a passcode that never works and you need to be able to get into the site because everything's got to be encoded in a secret system because of HIPAA and because keeping everything private. I don't care about that. I wish you could just declare for the rest of my life, I don't care if everybody in the world knows me and my family's medical history. If we can just cut through like nine layers of BS in terms of, oh, oh, and if you want to have one other therapist learn about the background on this therapist, the number of forms you got to get signed and run around, it's just crazy. Again, bad bad choice of words. Um, yeah. uh, but it, it's just, it's such an impediment. We, we, we're, are, are, how many of you are that worried about your medical history? Are you? Really? That you can't have a conversation with the therapist? I got a crisis right now, but I can't get a message to you, and you can't get a message back? Well, they're just talking about there with the whole HIPAA thing. I can't tell them about this situation because it would be a violation of their, their medical privacy. I hate that. I hate that. That's a side <laughs> note, but it gets it's gotten in my way this week. I wish I knew more about the particulars of the doctor's note and and how that stuff works and what the rules and regs are. It seems shocking to me that uh, I understand why, you know, I can't, as a doctor, uh, pick up the phone and alert the local newspaper. Hey, uh, John Smith is really depressed. Yeah, he's fighting some terrible depression. His his wife is worried at him, uh, worried about him, and the love has gone out of their marriage. I mean, I totally get that, and I'm glad that you know my privacy is protected and in, in, in you know uh, pretty thoroughly. On the other hand, the idea that there's no carve out for homicidal tendencies among troubled youth, we can't. You got to ask the kid: Is it okay if I tell the school you're homicidal? Nah, I don't think so. Nope. I mean, what what kind of society is that? It's a, you know what it is? It's a society crafted and shaped by attorneys. Abso-freaking-lutely. That is exactly right. And uh, I've got the government's own data on these people that's pretty interesting around this issue that is not going to satisfy you. This is not going to make you feel like it's going to be easy to solve this problem. But I'll have that oh for boy. you. Can I have that for you right after this? Simple solutions are what talk radio is all about, Jack. You need to wise up and get with it. No wonder you are such a failure as We could fix this all today if the cowards on the other side would just get out of the way. Now you got the idea. There you go. Hey, speaking of protecting your family, we know you want to in, in various ways, from break-ins, from randos stealing your stuff, uh, from fire. A story here about Josh fell asleep with uh, stuff in the oven. Maybe he'd had a couple of pops. I don't know. Who am I to judge? But anyway, he falls asleep, and uh, and the, the, his pizza puffs burst into flames. Luckily, he had a customizable Simply Safe home uh, security system with a 95 decibel smoke alarm. Went off. Whoa! He woke up. The firefighters. Yeah, everything's fine. Protecting people when their guard is down is just one of the reasons more than 4 million people use and love Simply Safe. Whether you're worried about crime or a fire or somebody sneaking out of your house at night or whatever the situation is, Simply Safe 24 7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. No long term contract ever. No long term contract. Yes. Customized perfect system for your home in just minutes at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today, claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. So the best organization in the country for taking a look at uh, these sorts of things is the Secret Service because of many, many years of they have investigated any threat against a, a, a public office holder, any threat of any kind. And they go and investigate it, and they compile a lot of data. Well, starting in 2012, 
because we're having so many of these, they applied the same techniques to any threat against a school. So the ones that do happen and the ones where somebody talks about it and it doesn't happen, and they compiled all the data on that. And there are a number of things that we can learn from that, including wow. uh, what uh, one person pointed out to me. Always, not even most of the time, always these people tell somebody that they're going to do this, more or less. It might not be as specific as tomorrow at three here, but it is, mm-hmm. you know, th- this guy posted on Facebook that he was going to shoot up a school. Now, how do you catch that with a random post? You don't even know who it is, where they live, and all that sort of stuff. But they, they, the, these people need to express it for some reason, and they do. But also this, which I found troubling in terms of trying to identify these people. All attackers experience social stressors involving their relationships with peers and or romantic partners. Anybody ever have a period where they didn't have social stressors when they were in high school with either parents, peers, or romantic partners? Uh, Attackers experience stressors in various ways of their lives, with nearly all experiencing at least one in the six months prior to the attack and half within two days of the attack. In addition to social stressors, other stressors experienced by the attackers were related to families, conflicts in the home, academic or disciplinary actions, or other personal issues. All school personnel should be trained to recognize students in this sort of crisis. I, I Go ahead. Well, I think we're probably about to say the same thing, unless I misunderstand some of the definitions of those terms. I mean, there's a club for people who uh, that describes. We're called humans. Right. Uh, I mean, if you're going to broaden it to six in the last six months, did you go through high school without any major stressors in a six-month period of high school, whether being bullied or getting dumped by a boyfriend or a girlfriend or, or whatever or something at home? Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's a tough one to try to narrow it down. I I get it. Like this guy had some sort of fight with his mom and then his grandma. Um, but I don't, I don't don't know how we're going to identify these things. I don't want to be in the same category as other people who act like there's a simple solution to this. We just, we're ignoring the mental health problem because God dang, you don't want every, you don't want every, every kid who goes through a moody period in high school. Come on. Teenagers, high school. Yeah, exactly. Um, All of a sudden identified as a possible shooter and, I don't know, put in a... I don't know what you'd even do. And I have no idea how to get this going. Is there some psychological workup that we can do? I mean, to be dumped by a a girlfriend, for instance, may amaze you. It happened to me more than once. Um, (laughs) I got to know you, eh? But, well, that's one way to put it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But the idea that that hurt, maybe even there's some resentment, whatever, uh, there wasn't, just mostly hurt. The idea that that would express itself in wanting to hurt others who were utterly unrelated to the situation. I mean, that's I've never felt an iota of that. Mm-hmm. Just the, this is the way I'm made. It doesn't make me better. Right. It's just the way I'm made. Um, well, I think ve- the vast majority of us are that way. We're right. very, very hurt, very, very upset. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to us at the time. We're not going to hurt anybody about it. Right. Or ourselves. Yeah. Right. Huh. Or at least yeah, that used know. to be. Maybe I don't know what the average uh, young person today is thinking or feeling because of all the things that are going on, whether it's something literally in the water or staring at our phones or whatever. People are different today than they used to be not very long ago. Yeah, at the risk of sounding like a grumpy old man, I know the society I grew up in was much more oriented toward happens to everybody. It's not a big deal. Don't take it personally. 
as opposed to the smallest, (laughs) they even have a term for it, microaggression, is to be treated like a disaster, a monumental disaster, and you are expected to go to pieces. As uh, Jonathan Haidt and Greg Lukianoff wrote in a brilliant, brilliant uh, piece of journalism, which became a book, uh, we are teaching mental illness to our children. Yeah. I have much more to say about this. We'll probably get back into this topic later, I suppose. Um, what a tough nut to crack, our current culture. Um, our phone number, our text line is 415-295-KFTC because we certainly welcome any input you've got, uh, uh, whether you're an expert or have experience in your own family or, or whatever. Um, I, I almost I hate to have these words come out of my mouth. Oh, no, no, no. Don't do it. Don't say it. Don't do it. Some interesting <laughs> testimo- testimony yesterday in the Johnny Depp trial. <laughs> oh, jeez. I thought you were going to call for phone calls. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. One, uh, it was, <laughs> I, uh, I, I had the wrong, obscenely idiotic idea. I'm sorry. He wants to talk about Johnny freaking Depp. <laughs> I'd rather have Johnny Depp throw a bottle at me, but whatever. (laughs) I don't care. More on the way of something. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. from overseas I saw that Nike is reportedly leaving Russia permanently. Yep. Nike is basically the same in Russia except the slogan is do it or else. <laughs> I had not heard that. So McDonald's announced that last week. Starbucks a couple of days ago. Now Nike. I think all these companies are realizing we're not going back. This isn't going to be over anytime soon. And uh, we're just we're just not going to do business in Russia. And that is exactly what's going to happen with China at some point. Could happen any day. What the tipping point's going to be, I'm not exactly sure. Can't imagine how that would be avoided, honestly. No. No. Um, Unless there's just a massive tectonic shift in China's leadership, which don't hold your breath. So inflation is the actual number one concern of voters right now. And you can understand why, because... If if you can make it through the day without buying anything, I guess you wouldn't notice. But every time you buy anything, you notice inflation. It just slaps you in the face because it's not subtle how much more expensive things are. And according to this, uh, put together by a couple of organizations I don't know because these numbers seem extraordinary. The average American has cut their general spending by a third because of inflation. That seems high, doesn't it? How do you cut your spending because of inflation? I don't know. Uh, Cut their spending on shopping by 43%, entertainment by 40%. That I could believe. I mean, you would cut certain sectors. I don't know how I would know if I got asked by a pollster. I have definitely cut back, but I couldn't quantify it very easily. Maybe if I had a couple of months of uh, Visa card receipts, I could. Wouldn't you cut back on the uh, amount you've bought by almost precisely the increase in price? If something's 10% more expensive, you'd cut it by 10% and end up at the same place. Well, yeah, one what of the problems that, that that apparently fooled all the genius economists for the most part is that that rise in consumer spending the first couple of months of the year was inflation. People were buying the same stuff, and it cost more. So it was interpreted by Wall Street, I guess, that consumers are feeling optimistic and spending more, so everything was going just, ah, yeah, all right. People are coming out of COVID with the pent-up demand. No, milk costs twice as much. So, yeah, I spent more. I bought a gallon of milk and the same amount of gas. And I, my spending went up. And and everybody figured that out a week ago when Target and Walmart both had their entire values cut by a quarter in a day. But yeah. So that's part of the what's going on with... Because uh, you're right. It's difficult to... How, do you cut, how would you even cut back your spending? Because I'd have to cut back my spending a lot to get back to where I was a year ago because things are so much more expensive. I'd have to cut the, the things I'm buying a lot. 
Yeah, that that, that statistic is befuddled me. I, I can't imagine me what too, it and I was trying to yeah. dig into it to figure out where it came from. Anyway, the headline out of it was 56% of Americans fear they can't afford a vacation this year due to inflation. I don't doubt that people are concerned about that. I don't know if you've priced flights or hotels. You already know that the restaurant you're going to stop and eat at as you travel somewhere, it costs twice as much as it did a couple of years ago. Um. If the waiter ever gets to the table. <laughs> and the the two items that they actually do have on the menu because of supply chain problems. And, and there are certainly uh, other areas where it helps people. My buddy, the private pilot, and I heard a news story about this as I was driving into work today, uh, about how there is a giant pilot shortage right now. So there was pent-up demand for flying. You couldn't hardly, there was nowhere to go. You couldn't go anywhere. People are starting to fly again. And they had so many retirements because of a certain, when the pilots got trained in the military and age and retiring. Anyway, long story short, there's a giant shortage of pilots right now. And my buddy, the private pilot, his salary's doubled in the last couple of years because he said we can practically demand what we want because nobody has wow. any pilots. That's interesting. A doctor buddy of mine was telling me about the the shocking decline of the number of people in his specialty mm. from tens of thousands to a few thousand. And, hey, everybody, and we have a get, much greater population. Get training in something that's in demand. That'd be my uh, word to young, the young. Yeah, what's standing in the way of the free market doing that? That's a question that ought to be answered, but won't be. <laughs> the podcast is Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Look for it. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.